This message was recorded live at Life Church Lancashire, a contemporary Christian church in the north of England. Learn more at lifelanks.org. Wonderful. So, back to school Sunday. If we are a pupil, we can't, we're so glad the holidays are over. At last, the holidays are over. If we are a teacher, we're as keen as mustard or Nina to get back to school. Awesome. But the whole thought that I have this morning is that learning doesn't finish when we leave school. It doesn't even finish when we leave university. It never finishes because if you want to be a person that is growing, a person who is developing, a person who can have new experiences, the learning doesn't stop. We just keep on learning and growing and growing. And, you know, all parents, I guess, have the advice to their students, to their, their, their um, children, work hard, do your best, and get the most out of the opportunity. Sometimes people say schools, school is the best days of your life. That wasn't always my experience. But when you look back, you think, I wish, well, for me, I'll speak personally, I wish I'd tried a little bit harder, and, you know, I left school with a few, GCSEs used to be called O-levels, so I left school with a few O-levels, a spirit level, and a cycling proficiency <laughs> certificate. Wasn't a whole lot to show for it, and I did do further education. But you think, look back, you think, maybe I could have done a bit more. And how about if the end of our lives as Christians, disciples... Followers of Jesus, we look back and think, I wish I could have learned a bit more. I wish I could have applied myself a little better to learn more about God and the good things of God. For Life Church, education is important for us. We invest our time and our energy. Uh, some of us are or have been governors at Burnley High School and played a part in getting that school established. We've got George and Shahid who've worked hard and sacrificed and had been passionate about establishing a school in Pakistan that 65 children could get free education. Wonderful. So together, as Life Church, and there are many other uh, examples of that with, with our Pays Apprentices here and the involvement we've had in local schools for years and years and years across East Lancashire, Education matters. It's a big deal. We're invested in that. And we want to say we believe in that and we want to support the teachers and governors and pupils, as you've heard this morning. Now, Paul, the apostle, in a letter to a young leader called Timothy, gave him very similar advice. And I want to read just one verse from uh, 2 Timothy. It's 2 Timothy 2.15. It will be on the screen, and you, or you can follow it on your paper Bible, on your mobile, or however you read the Bible. <clears throat> Paul said this, Work hard so you can present yourself to God and receive His approval. Be a good worker, one who does not need to be ashamed, and who correctly explains the word, the word of truth. Another translation, King James Bible, which was written in the 17th century, says, study to show yourself approved. 
Work hard or study to do the very best you can. Now, we, when it talks about God's approval, it's not talking about God's love because we understand that we can't earn God's love. God's love is unconditional. And it's not about earning it. It's there for all of us unconditionally. But to receive the approval of doing what God's calling us to do, to achieve the most we possibly can from life and the experience of life and living for God and being a disciple of Jesus, the Bible says work hard. Specifically to Timothy, to know the Scriptures, to know what he'd been taught and to be able to explain that and pass that on to others. But to all of us, I believe to do that. The idea is that not to waste the opportunities we have to learn, to grow, and to fulfill our potential. Right now, in the middle of a foundational training for PAIDs, there are 60 or so PAIDs apprentices here this morning, and you are most welcome, and we are so proud as Life Church that we can host you, come from across the world, fantastic. We understand and appreciate that you're making a big decision a huge sacrifice to leave your families and not to get a job or go into other kind of education, but to give at least a year to learn and to train and to make an impact across this nation. So first of all, we say thank you. And second of all, I say make the most of it. Work hard. Get everything out. Squeeze every little bit out of this experience that you've got as on pays. Because that's what Paul is saying to Timothy, work hard, don't miss out, receive God's approval, be a good worker, don't be ashamed, know your stuff, Timothy, understand what it is that I've commissioned you to teach and to pass on to other people, be someone who is not ashamed. It's a terrible situation to be in where you feel out of your depth and think, I'm, you know, I, I don't know the answer, I, I, I need a bit of help. But what Paul says is, do your homework, do your study, work hard so you can explain that. I have not got a photo of my first day at high school. It was in black and white, but then so was the world back then. And suddenly trees became green, not shades of gray. But if you saw the photograph of a fresh-faced young man in year seven, and then at the end of, after doing my, what's now GCSEs, a guy with uh, shoulder-length hair, center parting, looked like he was auditioning for um, a heavy rock band, and I was in a band for a few years, uh, was quite a transformation, and that was me. And so you have got similar embarrassing photographs. Most of you, somewhere, you may have uh, hoped that they've been forgotten about. These days, with the internet, nothing ever gets forgotten. So we, we, we're stuck. I can hide mine in, in the attic and the loft, but uh, it's right out there now. So they, they keep coming back. But looking back, work hard, do your best. And of course, God's approval, as I've said, his love for us is not based on that. Any more than a parent's love is not based on how well a child achieves at school. I will love you. Parents don't say, I'll love you a bit more dependent on how many grade nines and GCSEs you have or how good your grades are at A-levels or, or, or whether you get a first at university. No. We just say, work hard, do your best. 
Do the very best you can be. And I want to encourage us all this morning to understand that education and learning never stops. It continues as long as we've got breath. And to be a lifelong learner about the things of God and many other things, but specifically about the things of God, is a wonderful thing to do rather than thinking, education, that's behind me. I've done that, been there, done that, got the t-shirt, got a, got a tie somewhere, uh, never could look as good as Dan in a school tie, but I've got that somewhere that it's back there somewhere. No, learning continues. It continues. Any good parents want their kids to do the best. There's so much to learn that we can never exhaust the goodness of God, the wonder of God, the knowledge of of God and his, how he can be in our lives and the plans he has for it and, uh, and all that. The, the, we, can never, we can never exhaust that. So be committed to a lifelong learner. If you've never done Alpha, do Alpha. Yeah, yeah. I just happen to have an Alpha fly in my pocket. <laughs> and I will have an Alpha fly in my pocket for the rest of this month because I'll be inviting people to come along. So we've got loads of them. Take a pile of them. Uh, two and a half thousand I think we've got so take a pile of them and pass them on and invite and bring and so on that would be most helpful but to learn about God is so important because we don't want to miss out on what God has for us Hosea uh, chapter 4 chapter 4 verse 6 says my people are destroyed from lack of knowledge and the context of that was that the leaders of God's people at that time, the priests, were not following God and they were keeping the things of God to themselves, not following them and also setting a bad example. But we need knowledge. We need to learn more about the things of God. You know, some people say, well, ignorance is bliss. It seldom is. I don't know if ignorance is ever bliss. Ignorance about the things of God means we miss out on the things of God. Ignorance is not good. If you're on a boat and you're ignorant about where the life jackets are or the lifeboat is, I'm not not trying to put anybody off who's about to go on a cruise, but if you were ignorant of where those things were, that could be dangerous. I've been on dozens and dozens of flights over the years to different parts of the world, and I must say I'm bored sick with that thing about all of that stuff and, and you know and you think look if we crash we're gonna die it's, I, I understand <laughs> I understand right but in the short chance of actually surviving a plane crash which is pretty minimal but uh, again don't want to put you off if you're about to fly tomorrow morning <laughs> ignorance is not bliss I need to know about the oxygen I need to know about the, the exits I need to know this stuff because there could be a time when I need that. So ignorance is not bliss. Let me tell you, as a follower of Jesus, ignorance is not bliss. As a follower of Jesus, we need to take on board and learn as much about the things of God that we possibly can because it will affect the decisions we make in life. It will will affect the choices we make. It will affect the direction our lives go. It It will just totally transform everything. Knowing God in a greater way, having a deeper relationship, being more aware of his presence. What Christian wouldn't want that? 
to know God better, to be more aware of the presence of God with us all the time, not just a special time on a Sunday morning or, or at a conference, but all the time to know God's present with us, never absent from us. How good is that to know that? I want to know more about that, and that has to continue. So Paul said, hey, Tim, the way to do that is to work hard so you can present yourself to God and receive his approval. Be a good worker, one who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly understands or explains the word, the word of truth. That was important then. It's equally important now. Because we live in a world of religious pluralism where pretty much anything goes. We live in a world where if it feels good, do it. We, we, we live in a world where, well, if that's your choice, then that's okay. We live in those wor a world that the culture is like that, but the Christian's culture has to be, what does the Bible say? What does the Bible say about that? And when we go into the Word of God, we don't look into the Word of God to try and find something in the Word of God that justifies an opinion I happen to have or a lifestyle choice that I want to make. No, that's not how you read the Word of God. You allow, someone once said, it's brilliant, that we allow, as we read the Word of God, we allow the Word of God to read us. So it, we can, it looks into us, and we say, God, I'm open here. I'm not here with an agenda to find a justification of what I want to believe. No, we go into the Word of God and understand that the Word of God reads us, and the Word of God directs us and helps us and, and, and uh, shows us. I mean, the Bible is just an extraordinary book, but it's not just open to everyone's interpretation. It's not just open for you to make it say what you, what you want it to say. That's not the Word of God. The Word of God is sharp. It's active. It, 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 brings, it brings help to us. We must read it. We have to be consistent with what it says. We can't just pick one little piece up and run with that or one little piece and impose that on somebody else and, and sort someone else out because the Bible's reading me and you. It sorts us out before we think we can help someone else, and then we pass on what we have learned. This is the truth. Paul didn't say, hey, Timothy, just chill out, mate. Go with the flow. Go with what seems popular at the moment. Get, get some good experiences. Be trendy, Timothy. Go with that. No, he says, study. Work hard to show yourself approved. Understand what, I, what the Word of God is saying, what you have been, you've learned from me, understand and get that into your head. When you first become a Christian, it feels like everything is possible until some other Christian tells you it isn't. It is possible. Don't let anyone burst your bubble. You know that first day at, at school, yeah, uh, first day at high school, and I, I'm just demonstrating what a phenomenal memory I have. But the first day at high school, you go into this massive building. You've come from a primary school, might be kind of small, or elementary school, but kind of small, smaller. If it's not tiny, it might be probably smaller. And then suddenly there's this massive building. You think, this is incredible. It's amazing. The first day at university and all the opportunities that looks like and the hopes and the dreams and all of that. Can we keep that sense of wonder with the things of God? Yeah. 
Can we keep that sense of, yeah, I can learn something here. I can grow here. I can learn more. I can be more like Jesus. The, the opportunities are unlimited. So first of all, never stop learning. Study to show yourself approved. Study for God's approval of what we've learned and how we're developing, not for his love, but we study for that. This book is extraordinary. This book is transformational. This book brings comfort when you need it. This book brings instruction when we need to sort something out. This book brings direction. It's the Word of God. So we don't underestimate its potential. We commit ourselves to never stop learning. So as long as we've got breath, this is part of our lives. This is, we, we, we love this. We, we, we can't wait to get into the Word of God. And if you're kind of being a bit jaded and being a Christian for a long time, and no, the principle of study regularly reading the Word of God and allowing it to read you, read you it's not something you're going to grow out of. It's infinite in its ability to speak into our lives. Study. Enrich. It will enrich your work life. It will enrich your family life. It will enrich every aspect of your life. You just seek to build a life. It's superbly strengthening. It's a source of knowledge. And then our experiences prove what the Word of God says. We don't say, I've had this experience. Now let's find justification for that experience in here. That's back to front. It's a bit like a brain surgeon having some experience of that occupation before he's done any learning. Not on me, thank you very much. Any surgeon. We place ourselves in their hands, don't we, in confidence that they are not perfect, that they are not... Uh, you know, the carton, we, don't, we know they can make a mistake like any one of us, but we know they've done many, many years training so they can do what they're doing. When we have experiences, it confirms what God has said to us, what He says in His Word. So what has God said to you this week? It's a reasonable question. Okay, as your pastor, I'm asking you, what's God said to you this week? It's, not a it's kind of a rhetorical question. I'm not expecting you to shout out, but I do want you to answer it to yourself. What has God said to you this week? Because if you went to school or university for a week, and, and you know, it's the same for every parent. You, know, you, you say to your kids, what do you do today? Uh, it, can be, it has to be drawn out, doesn't it? It's kind of like drawing teeth. It, it sometimes needs to be. Your kids might be different. But for most of us, that's kind of what it's like. Well, what's God said to you today? If you've heard, and this week, if you've heard, you know, you're a failure and you're useless and, you know, you never amount to something, that was not God. That's the other bloke. Don't listen to him. Because God says you are wonderfully made. God says, I knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. God says, I love you unconditionally. God says, no matter how far you may have strayed, you can come back. God says there's a possibility for you in, in this, the future. God says your future is secure in me. That's what God says. Now, you didn't need to come here this morning to hear that. I'm happy to remind you of that. Where you can find out that for yourself in the Word of God. So study to show yourself approved. 
Study to learn about the things of God. Study to strengthen you for life so you're not just kind of going through on a kind of a, a, a wing and a prayer, a, a desperate prayer. But no, I, I've got some, I'm building on some sort of a, I'm building on a solid foundation. I'm not building on what is trendy right now. I'm not building on what people think right now. I'm not building on what the culture is saying right now. I'm building on something infinitely more powerful and stronger than that. I'm building on the Word of God. And when we build our lives on the Word of God and are hungry and have a great appetite for His words, we have a much more sure and stand, uh, foundation than we can have in any other way. So never stop learning. People who graduate from university or college are referred to as alumni. So it is a Latin word. And uh, alumni means men and women who have completed their studies, especially at college or university. And if you've been to a university, you may well get letters from time to time addressed to you as alumni. You may get a, an invitation to, to come to an event or uh, just in case you've made a fortune, can you give us a couple of million for the library? Those kind of questions you get as an alumni. So it, it's, kind of, it's kind of a badge of honor. I have graduated from that institution. Now, you might be a, an alumni from Oxbridge or Red Brick University. You might be on Lancashire's Most Wanted list. You might be any of those things, right? But as a Christian, alumni is never appropriate because we've not graduated. We've not stopped learning. And I'm not, I'm not making light at all of you've worked very hard at university college, and that's brilliant, and you should celebrate that. I'm making the point that we never stop learning. We keep on learning. Christian, there's no Christian alumni. It's not something that Christians ever become because we never stop learning. We are lifelong learners. We're not done. We don't know everything there is to know. And we never stop learning. And number two, briefly, we never stop growing. So important. You know, as a child, when you meet people, relatives, family, friends you haven't seen uh, for a while, it's, oh, you've grown. It did, they did say it to me. Okay. They stopped saying it to me. But they did say it to me, not just to really lanky people. And they say, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. How good is it, as a Christian... If another Christian says to you, oh, you have grown. Not that way, but in the Word of God, in the knowledge of God, in the discipleship, in knowing God better, how wonderful it is. Oh, you have grown. And so it's in the competition. It's you and God, right? It's you being the best you can possibly be. Not being better than the person in front of you, behind you, next to you, or, or, or whatever. No, it's you being the best you can possibly be. Because you're never alumni, we never stop learning, and we never stop growing. Be a good worker. Spiritually, we can grow. That's a compliment, isn't it? Ooh, you have grown. It's a compliment. Never stop learning, never stop growing, and never stop sowing. Never stop passing on what you have learned. This is what Paul is saying to Timothy. In uh, 2 Timothy chapter 2, at the beginning of that chapter, this is what Paul says 
He says, uh, you have learned, you've heard me teach these things that have been confirmed by many reliable witnesses. Now teach these truths to other trustworthy people who will be able to pass them on to others. So the focus of Timothy's ministry was to pass on to others what he had learned. How about that for being a focus and an emphasis of my life and your life to pass on what you have learned faithfully, pass on, not your prejudice, not your issues, but to faithfully pass on what you have learned to other people. How awesome is that? For 2,000 years, that's what the church has been doing. If the church hadn't done that for 2,000 years, we wouldn't be here this morning in this room. But thank God, people have faithfully, and the generation, 100 years of this church, this, uh, and, and, and many churches around the world, millions and billions of people, consistently, faithfully, have passed on what they've learned. Not many people who study physics all over a uh, sorry, GCSE or A-level, become physicists. Not many people with a maths degree necessarily become a maths teacher. But what they have learned, they can pass on. How about us becoming fully formed, fully devoted followers of Jesus? We've got something to say. We've got something to pass on about the goodness of God and pass that on. That was to be Timothy's focus for his life. Never stop learning. Never stop growing. Never stop sowing. Who's ready for back to school? Some are saying, I never left. I never graduated because you don't in the Christian walk. I'm still learning. I'm still devoted to following Jesus and to learning all the best you can. It might be that you need to get, go home, make sure your uniform's washed and pressed. You need to get your PE bag that's been there for six weeks and, and, and take out things that are fermenting in there and clean them and start again and, and, and fumigate your butty box. Whatever, you might have to do that. We might have to look at our lives and sort a few things out so that we are prepared and ready to learn more about the things of God. You may need to develop a new habit of consistently reading the Word of God every day. Perhaps you ought to sign up for Alpha before you leave this morning. Perhaps, and highly recommend this, you need to join a life group so you can learn alongside other people. But whatever that looks like for you, find a way that you can be with right-minded, positive, faith-filled believers who can help you grow more like Jesus because we are called never to stop learning, never to stop growing, never to stop sowing, passing on what we've learned about the things of God. And I'm challenging me and you. I'm raising the bar. I'm encouraging you as we think about the pupils and the teachers and the governors and the support staff and we, we, we celebrate all of that in education. We thank God for those opportunities. But all of us, we're back to school. We're in an attitude of learning. We're ready to receive anything and everything God's got for us. We're ready to then buy experience to prove that God's word is true. 
by experience to prove that God is reliable. He'll never let us down because we are learning, we're growing, and we're sowing. Discover more about us at lifelanks.org and stay inspired by subscribing to the podcast via iTunes. Thanks for listening.